Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. And on today's show, it is time for part two of our Titans roster review. Yesterday, we went through the entire offense today. We're going to go position by position through the defense, see what the Titans have right now, and see what work remains to be done in the draft and in that next wave of veteran free agency in the summer. So breaking down the entire Tennessee Titans defense on a Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Excited to dive into the defensive depth chart today, see what the Titans have on the roster right now, see what work they still need to do to fill some roles on the defensive side of the ball. Before we get into that, though, do got to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen Every day, if this is your first ever listen to the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You can find the Locked On Titans podcast everywhere and always free. And that includes the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe over there as well. Smash that notification bell so you know when all of the episodes go live. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on YouTube right now. Remember, I am going to be putting out daily Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content, not only during the season, but all year long, Monday through Friday, under 30 minutes every day at least. Try to make it under 30 minutes, but you guys know I uh, tend to run long. But either way, I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Been a Tennessee Titans fanatic for nearly 25 years. Love breaking down the film with you guys, talking X's and O's, going a little bit deeper than just the surface level on some of the biggest stories. But with that in mind, let's do that today with the defensive side of the ball. If you missed my offensive breakdown, it was on Thursday's show. Go back, check that out as well. It's evergreen content. But diving into the defense, we are going to start up front with the trenches. We're also going to hit on special teams at the end of the show as well. But Starting with the trenches on defense, the interior defensive line, and this may be the most stacked position numbers-wise that the Titans have right now on the roster. I mean, Jeffrey Simmons and Danico Autry obviously headline the group, but some really good interior defensive linemen that were found as undrafted free agents in back-to-back years, Naquan Jones from 2021's class, and then T. Air Tart. From the 2020 class, great finds by John Robinson there. That's a great rotation up front. You got Naquan Jones and Tierra Tart doing the the rotation as the pure nose tackle, the run stuffing, zero technique, one technique, shading on the center shoulders. Got that guy. Obviously, Simmons will play the three technique. Uh, Danico Autry playing a, a defensive end, playing that five technique and a three-four alignment, but also kicking inside when the Titans go into their sub package and their rush package. Outside of that, you still have Lorel Murchison, who maybe in his final years, the Titans, that's a surprise cut, I think, that could happen uh, in training camp. Murchison going into um, a pivotal year with the Titans to find his way up the depth chart, but someone I still have uh, some high hopes in. Then you go past that, you look at some futures contracts. They have uh, Kevin Strong. They have Deshaun Hand, 
who I'm very interested in, who has a lot of talent, and maybe if the Titans can coach him up, he could be uh, a 53-man roster type of guy. Interested in what Deshaun Hand can bring to the table, a guy out of Alabama who had a lot of talent. Uh, Kobe Jones, Justin Lawler, also guys, futures contracts, coming into training camp. But, I mean, right there, that's six to seven, maybe eight names already at the interior defensive line spot. So when you think about having Simmons, the big dog, the three technique, you talk about Danico Autry, who slides inside for interior rushes, can play outside linebacker, can play defensive end in a four-man front, which the Titans go to a 4-3 alignment all the time. So Danico Autry, super important. Naquan and Tier also have a big role there with Merch. So there's not a lot of room or a lot of need for improvements there. It's not a ton to do, but if it were me, I would try to add another undrafted free agent three years in a row. If you count Isaiah Mack in 2019 out of Chattanooga, and then, of course, Tart, and then Naquan Jones. I mean, John Robinson continues to hit on effective undrafted free agents on the interior defensive line. No reason to put any more resources into that position uh, in terms of a veteran contract or a draft pick. Just go in the undrafted free agent market and keep hitting how you've hit three years in a row. So I'd add another body there, but I would not give up valuable resources to do it. Looking at the edge rusher position, you have Harold Landry, you have Bud Dupree, you have Rashad Weaver, who's hopefully coming back and going to be healthy. Ola Daney was brought back, mostly a special teams ace, but of course can provide some value uh, as a rotational edge rusher. Then you have Joe Jones, Tazar Skipper, who are you know futures contracts, guys who are going to have a training camp invite but may not make the roster. The way I see it, you got Bud Dupree and Harold Landry starting at outside linebacker. Like I said, Danico Autry can rotate out there. The Titans have to be expecting be expecting more from Rashad Weaver this year. I think he could be an heir apparent to Danico Autry. Give you some physicality, playing outside linebacker on early downs, be a uh, a 4-3 defensive end, could maybe rush from the interior and sub-package passing situations. So I like what the Titans have there, but I think they still need one more rotational edge rusher. I think they could go in the you know mid to late rounds of the draft third, fourth, fifth, somewhere in there. If they don't want to go that route because the draft doesn't fall to them in that way, I think adding another veteran free agent, a cheap one like Ryan Kerrigan, for example, a guy I asked for last year who didn't have his best season in Philadelphia, no, but being asked to be a rotational rusher, be out on the field for 10 to 15 plays, I think that could be a valuable role for the Titans. Remember, Rashad Weaver's coming back from a serious injury. Ola Daney is mostly a special teams contributor. So with Bud Dupree and Harold Landry, I think if the Titans had another uh, reliable rotational rusher to put in that mix, I think it would be a good move for them. But with that being said, that is the front line. That is the trenches of the Titans defense, what they have right now, what I think they should add, and what roles still need to be filled. Now we're going to move into the second level, guys. We're going to talk about inside linebackers. Before we get into that, though, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. I also want to tell you guys about betonline.net. After months of playing, College Basketball's championship is here. We're to the Final Four and the big game to decide the champion on the season. It's a great time to go to betonline.net and place your wagers. They're going to be your number one source for all your betting needs and all your sports information. They're giving you all the latest odds, props, and contests as well. And it's not just basketball. Baseball's right around the corner. NHL is here. The NBA playoffs are getting ready to start. And there's always UFC and boxing. And outside of that, they're the number one spot for all your live betting needs. And they have your favorite 
favorite Vegas casino games as well. So make sure that you head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and all the action. Bet online where the game starts. Titans fans, let's continue this Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We are going through the defensive roster, the defensive depth chart, talking about who's in place right now, what the Titans still need to do either in the draft or the next wave of free agency with veterans in the summer. We talked about the offense on Thursday. If you missed any of that, make sure you go check that out. We just hit the trenches with the edge rushers and the interior defensive linemen. So we'll move forward now and talk about the inside linebackers, talk about a part of the secondary as well before we get into that. want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Also, make sure you check out the Locked On NFL podcast. It's giving you all your national NFL news in under 30 minutes, Monday through Friday, free and available on all platforms. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, it's it's a great way to get your Titans news here with me, get your NFL with the Locked On NFL podcast. You're completely covered every single weekday. Again, free and available on all platforms, the Locked On NFL podcast. But diving into inside linebacker, a hotly contested position outside of the Titans fan base. But for Titans fans who are paying attention, not really a big concern. At inside linebacker, you got David Long, who completely flashed last year, looked absolutely fantastic. Brought back Zach Cunningham, who has been a pro bowler in this league. Zach Cunningham's fantastic player. So those are your starters right there. You got Monty Rice, the rookie from last year, coming along, being developed. And then outside of that, the re-signing of Dylan Cole, who is more of a special teams player to me, but has a little bit more defensive upside than a guy like Nick DeZubnar did. And then Nate Hall was signed to a futures contract. Um, linebacker recently came out of Northwestern. I'm kind of interested in Nate Hall. He's more of a pass coverage linebacker, more of an athletic guy. And with Jayon Brown moving on and going to the Las Vegas Raiders, there is a role open at inside linebacker, that pass coverage specialist, maybe that undersized linebacker. I like David Long and his ability to cover the pass and be a third down linebacker for the Titans. A lot of the time on third downs, the Titans only have one linebacker out on the field. They would use Dan Crookshank or Elijah Molden as that secondary linebacker when the Titans are in passing situations on defense. So you really just need one really good pass coverage linebacker for third downs. And I think David Long can be that. But if David Long were to be hurt, which he did miss a lot of time last year, who's going to be that guy? With Jayon Brown going, yeah, you could have Zach Cunningham do that, but that, you know he's more of a sideline-to-sideline attacking, run-stopping linebacker. Monty Rice is absolutely a run-stuffer and has been considered that since he came out of college. So I see Zach Cunningham and Monty Rice as kind of a matchup in terms of role, but there's nobody who really matches up with David Long and his ability to be a do-it-all linebacker on all three downs. So I do think the Titans need to have a, a pass-coverage specialist linebacker I think they could find one in the fifth, sixth round, late in the draft. Uh, I think that would be an option for them. Now, if the draft doesn't fall that way, maybe you look in veteran free agency, but there just aren't a lot of good options there, as we talked about when we broke down the free agent class of linebackers back in March. So I think your real only option is to find that late in the draft, and we're going to break down some of the guys who fit that mold when we scout the NFL draft. And I want to say this now. It's time. Next week, we're going to be 
finally diving in to some of these positions in the draft. I go through the top prospects. I go through the mid-tier prospects. I go through the day three prospects. Uh, we literally covered, I believe, 190 uh, players last year in the draft on the Locked on Titans podcast. So excited for that. That's inside linebacker, though. That's the role that I think still needs to be filled and what the Titans have now. Staying in the middle of the field, let's talk about safety. So the Titans have Kevin Byer. The Titans have Amani Hooker. Boom. Starters locked in. No problems there. But then they have A.J. Moore. Recently signed A.J. Moore came over from Houston. And A.J. Moore is a great player, but on special teams. He's a good gunner on punt. Good uh, kick coverage guy as well. But he's not going to play like defense. You don't want him out there actually playing safety. He's a special teams guy. So then they have futures contracts with Jamal Carter and Shaheem Carter and Rodney Clemens. Again, I'm not making roster decisions based on futures contracts, guys. The best example I could give is Briley Moore at tight end. Everybody was saying, well, what about Briley Moore? What if they don't need to do this and that and that because Briley Moore. You can't trust a practice squad guy and a guy who's probably not even going to make the 53-man roster and use that trust as a way to affect your personnel decisions. That's not smart. I'm not saying that that player can't all of a sudden take that role by storm, but you just can't make roster decisions with that in mind. Same thing here. You got Byron and Hooker, but outside of that, you don't have a single safety who I would want playing defense. So with that in mind, a developmental safety is needed to be brought in. I would like the Titans to have brought back Dane Crookshank, but he signed with the Bears. Looks like he just wanted a bigger opportunity, better chance. The Titans were using him as a sub-package player, which means he really only got to be on the field on third downs. Dan Crookshank wanted more. He didn't get a very big deal. It was a little over a million dollars. So you think to yourself, why wouldn't the Titans bring him back? Well, maybe Crookshank went to a team that promised him an increased role in the defense. Can't blame the guy for that. Can't blame the guy for that at all. Good luck to Dan Crookshank. He was awesome last year. So... Would like to have had him back. I get why he's not back. But with that in mind, the Titans need to put another safety in the pipeline now. Okay. Dane Crookshank was that guy. Amani Hooker was that guy. Amani Hooker blossomed. He's become one of the better safeties in the league. And the reality is, guys, if you look forward a little bit, Amani Hooker's going to be a free agent after the year. And the reality of being a good team in the NFL is at some point you're going to have to let good players go. That's why these teams have had so many compensatory picks. Baltimore, New England, always have a bunch of comp picks because they have so many good players, they simply can't pay them all, and some of them have to go. Like, think about Zadarius Smith. He left the Ravens, he was a good player, and he went to the Packers for a big money deal. The Ravens wanted him back, but they just had to let him go. Good teams stay good by drafting and developing and you figure out who your cornerstone players are, you keep them in tow, and then you continue to develop and draft, and since you're good at that, you continue to replace holes in the roster. The Titans probably need to do that with a safety this year. It's a bigger need than people are talking about, and I would look for that in the draft, third, fourth, fifth round, in those mid-rounds. I think that would be a good range for the Titans to add somebody in, just like they did with Amani Hooker in 2019. So that is inside linebacker, that is safety. 
We're going to move into cornerbacks and special teams. Before we get into it, though, do want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. You get the best of both worlds with the best protein bar you could ever try. Of course, that taste is delicious. You got great flavors like peanut butter brownie, white chocolate cheesecake, salted caramel. The puff bars are great with the marshmallowy consistency. The crunch bars are great with the crunchy texture. Love those. Uh, but it's not just the taste. The health aspect is there for you as well. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. So it's great as a healthy meal substitute or just a guilt-free snack. Make sure you go to built.com. That's B-U-I-L-T.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Titans fans, we are going to cap off this Friday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast by taking a look at the quarterback group and the special teams group for the Tennessee Titans. We've gone through the rest of the defense, interior D-line, edge, inside linebacker, safety. We covered the entire offense yesterday on Thursday's show. Now it's time to round things out. We're going to dive into that cornerback group, but before we do, we're going to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, it is draft season, so make sure that you check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. It's hosted by Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They're looking at the draft from the front office point of view, but they're also breaking down all the prospects, giving you mock drafts, doing player profiles, doing big boards, all kinds of stuff over there on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, so make sure that you check that out. It's free and available on all platforms and is part of the Locked On Podcast Network. But at cornerback, Titans, of course, have Christian uh, Christian Fulton, Caleb Farley, and Elijah Molden. Those are the big dogs right there. Those got to be your starters going into the year. That's what this defense is set up for. But they also have Chris Jackson, who's had up and down moments with the Titans. Uh, More down than up, but hey, there's some potential there as a seventh-round pick, of course. They brought back Buster Screen, who can be that third-down slot cornerback, maybe an increased role, rotate in if Caleb Farley isn't up to the job early on and have Buster Screen outside. Uh, You have Chris Williamson, who's been added on a futures contract. For me, looking at this group, I'm okay with that. I'm okay if they don't do anything else. If they have Fulton, Farley, Molden, Chris Jackson, and Screen as their top five, I'm okay with that, but I will always say you can never have too many good corners. So if a corner has great value at a certain spot and the Titans are picking, I'm okay with it. I mean, I know this seems unlikely, but if Derek Stingley drops to 26, I'm not going to be mad if the Titans take him. In this pass-heavy NFL where you're going against Deshaun Watson, you're going against Russell Wilson, you're going against Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, you got to have cornerbacks to guard these wide receivers and the and and to take away what these quarterbacks do so well. You you can never, I'll say it again, you can never have too many good cornerbacks. So I'm good with the depth that they have right now, and I like the group. But if they want to add another cornerback, whether veteran or draft, I, I'm okay with it as well. You can never have too many good corners. So if the value is there, go ahead and do it. Um, at special teams, Randy Bullock, Brett Kern, Morgan Cox, same as last year, and I'm good with it. If the Titans want to add a kicker in the draft, they want to add a punter in the draft, fine. Go ahead and do that. But I just don't think, I think with with Bullock, 
and Kern in tow. It's not the time to do that. One more year. Let Bullock, let Kern ride it out. Morgan Cox is a stalwart. No worries about him. Let Kern, let Bullock ride it out. And at the end of the year, if they can't hack it, and I feel like at the end of this year, there will be a ton of transition for the Titans. So one more year, one last year of this window with the core as it is. You don't want to be risky with your special teams. Brett Kern is still one of the best directional punters in the NFL, even if the power is coming down a little bit. Randy Bullock, although a tad overpaid in my opinion, does give the Titans some stability at what's been just a, a nightmare of a position for kicker over the last few years. So at the end of the day, I'm okay with the Titans special teams core right now. I think they got a nice threesome there, and uh, I don't really think that the Titans should be wasting draft assets on special teams in 2020 when all the chips are on the table. So, if you can get one as an undrafted free agent, bring them into camp. I'm all for that. I'm not against competition, but I am against wasting any kind of assets on any, you know, punter, kicker, long snapper, or anything like that. So, that's where I'm at there, but that's it. That's the entire roster. We've talked about the entire Tennessee Titans roster over the last two days. Offense yesterday, defense and special teams today. That's going to do it for me, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.